So today's episode is going to be just a slight bit different. Um, I'm going to be kind of going through some of the different life lessons and uh, ideas that I've had over the past six months as I've been on a big road trip away from Utah. I've uh, been thinking about a lot of different things and just kind of wanted to put them into form of a podcast just kind of as we go here. So welcome back to another episode of Bed Letter. I'm your host, Christian Ashleman, and this is the podcast where we chat a little bit about human psychology and mental health, social change, and cultural trends. So this is the 14th episode of Bed Letter. Um, if you enjoy what you have heard on the previous episodes or what you hear on this episode, be sure to follow on whatever platform it is that you prefer to listen to podcasts. Um, Bed Letter is found on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and all the big ones, as well as a lot of, of the a lot of smaller podcasting platforms as well. Subscribing on those platforms is definitely the best way to be updated as new episodes are coming out. So be sure to follow or subscribe or whatever it is on your uh, designated platform. Another way you can kind of stay up to date with what's going on on the show is uh, by following me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. It's just at C. Ashleman. That's at C-A-S-H-L-I-M-A-N. Um, you can also you know, generate discussion in those places for now um, as well to comment on stuff, comment on what you thought about the episode and your thoughts and feelings um, and stuff like that. So I know that there has not been an episode of Bed Letter for a couple of weeks now, um, which I, I do apologize for that. I've kind of been wanting to make one, but just haven't. Um, I've been incredibly busy after I've come back from my trip. Um, I've been busy with trying to find a job, trying to get things figured out with moving to Salt Lake City from where I'm at now. Um, I'm trying just to get a lot of stuff figured out, especially in the realm of uh, you know job hunting, which can be a very... Uh, stressful thing at times, no doubt. So, beyond that, um, I'm back. But again, I apologize for the hiatus there for a few weeks there. For today's episode, I kind of wanted to do something a little different. Um, There's a couple different studies that I was looking at, and I kind of started writing a couple different things for those, just, you know, content for the episode. And I started to just reflect a lot on just the trip I've been on over the over the past six months and about all the different things that I've learned on this trip um, just and 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 realized as I've been out and about traveling around just reflecting on all of that it kind of made me want to like put it into writing instead of just having it all jostling around up in my head and I've and I've written about a lot of these things just in my own journal. Um, in, in articles that I've blog articles that I've written and stuff like that but I kind of wanted to just put it in podcast form to just sum up kind of all of these um, truly incredible ideas that I've had incredible for me at least just um, in helping me grow to become you know who I am and, and the person I want to be so just to kind of start off just summing up the whole the whole trip kind of what the whole purpose was in the background of it um so when I was about a month, a couple months out from graduating, I was in my final semester of school, I started to do a lot of thinking about moving away from my hometown and moving away from, you know, where I was going to school and where I'd spent most of my life. And I had been, you know, tossing around ideas of moving to Seattle, uh, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, um, moving to Las Vegas, moving to lots of different places I had the ideas for. And I, I wasn't sure 
if I wanted to commit to one of those yet. I wasn't sure if if that was the right move for me. I wasn't sure if that was the the path I wanted to go on. And it being such a large commitment, I wanted to to really be sure of what my next move was, or at least more sure than I was of, of what my next move was. And as the months went on through that final semester, I just, my idea of what was going to happen after I graduated began to kind of change slowly. And I don't even remember, I don't remember it being one day when I decided, oh, I'm going to go live in my car and go on a trip um, around the United States and kind of just travel around. I don't remember if, I, I don't remember it being a specific moment. It was kind of just a progression away from a permanent move towards a more traveling, oriented move. Um, and so when I graduated, I had decided that I was going to uh, live in my car and go and travel around starting in the Western United States and kind of just see what was out there and just kind of separate myself from where I had, you know, been born and raised my whole life. And uh, to me, that was a, a very important thing. It was a very important thing for me to be able to you know, exercise that freedom and get out the door and go and see something else and, and experience something else in hopes that I would, you know, hopefully come back and have some kind of better idea of what kind of career path I wanted to go on or really what the next step forward looked like. So I kind of prepped my car, I kind of turned it into a little camper so I could lay down in it flat, you know, comfortably and you know, made it all ready for me and my dog, and we kind of set off. We set off heading south, drove down south through Utah, um, transferred over into Las Vegas area in Nevada, and uh, eventually, you know, moved further west um, over into California and spent a lot of time in California. Um, drove all the way the length of the of the, Cal the state of California, and you know, up into Oregon, spent a lot of time in Oregon as well. Oregon is a beautiful place. I love that place. Um, I had never really been there before other than driving through it. So I was really excited to get up there and just kind of check out all the forests and all of the different, you know, parks and, you know, national parks and stuff in, in both California and in, uh, in Oregon. So that's kind of the, it was the first leg of my trip. Um, and as I go through these different things that I kind of was thinking about during these times, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit, a couple stories, and then I'll kind of talk about where my location was um, in relation to when I was kind of thinking about this stuff. So um, the, first, the first leg, this, this uh, western front I was on, you know, California, Oregon, and Nevada, I really was doing a lot of thinking about, about my attitude. I was doing a lot of thinking about how, about how to approach, you know, big life decisions, about how to approach big uh, changes in life and about how to navigate those changes and about how to enact something on the world and, and how to have an impact and how to do the things that I wanted to do. And I spent a lot of time thinking. I spent a lot of time thinking, you know, sitting stationary and just thinking and every now and then jotting down a couple of things. But um, more than not, I just spent so much time idle and, and thinking and, and seeing the scenery, but just, just sitting and pondering things. And what I realized, and this is kind of the first thing that I, that kind of was a lesson to me was that, um, the, the fruits of life, the fruit, the labor of life and the labor of, of, of success and, and meaningfulness in your own life doesn't come from sitting and thinking 
what I realized was although there is value in the process of thought, there is value in you know being able to be aware and conscious and being able to sit and kind of go over things in your head, kind of pour through the files in your head. There's there is value in that, but there is a there is almost more value in actually taking your hands and doing. And so this was kind of the first thing I stumbled upon was that creating and fostering an uh, an attitude of doing is one of the most important things that I think you can adopt for your own life because it it really it really is the the only way forward. Um, it's it's kind of like it's paired with this idea of desire, this idea of of having a goal and and standing forthright in front of that goal and and really setting yourself in action to to accomplish something. You know, thought has a a certain level of intrinsic value, but thought will always be yours. Thought will only always be yours, and only yours, just yours, and so when when you do when you actually accomplish and you set out and you fail and you fail and you succeed and then you fail it it actually it makes your actions uh other people's it makes your actions contributors to a, a you know society and and the betterment of others but also the betterment of yourself and the betterment of of your mind and the betterment of of what you're skilled at and so it really it really creates a a stronger mindset for yourself to have this attitude of doing, and I think I think it's important. You know, if all of the if all of the greatest books and all of the greatest content that we've read and consume daily was only ever thought of and never enacted, there would never be there would never be anything. It would it would be all just stored in brains in in folders that were impossible to find and and organize. Like you have to actually enact your your being on the world. You have to actually take the power that you have innately, the power that you have inside of you, and actually do something with it. And so kind of when I was sitting there pondering all, all these things, I I realized that I needed to stop thinking and start doing, stop sitting there and start writing or start, you know, whatever the thing is that I wanted to do, um, I needed to choose to do that. And so at the time, I actually, um, I had seen this word that I had never seen before it was, it's the word outset and so that word was kind of just on my mind it was weighing on my mind a lot i don't know why but it's kind of every now and then you find these certain words that kind of just stick with you and and are reoccurring images or thoughts in your in your mind and this word outset was just stuck in my brain and i and i read a lot about it and i read a lot about uh just the idea of what an outset is for someone about what a what a the beginning of a journey is what the first step is, and that's kind of what an outset is. It's this, it's this uh, a staking claim on this moment, and choosing to instead of being idle and doing nothing and wishing that you had this these things or wishing that you had you know money or success or whatever it is, um, it's it's taking this this moment and staking that moment and saying, okay, this is this is an outset for me. This is a moment when I'm going to choose to do something. And I think for me at least, it was a lesson in instead of waiting for motivation instead of waiting to be struck by this by this you know lightning bolt that will give me the energy or the the uh, emotion that i need to go and do whatever it is i was wanting to do i need to just do it now regardless of how i'm feeling and so 
that was really the first thing that kind of struck me was this this idea of doing this attitude of doing and choosing outsets for yourself choosing moments when you're going to um, do something and 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 change something about your life because just thinking about it and just pondering about it is is only going to get you so far it is a precursor to action but it is only a precursor it is not the 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 full breadth of of an individual and that kind of led me into this this second idea that i had that really consumed me for a lot of the time i spent in the west um you know in california and oregon was this idea of um was this idea of expectations and i've talked about this and i've also talked about some of these other ideas i'm going to talk about i've talked about them in previous episodes a little bit um but obviously this episode's a little bit more personal in my own journey you know discovering these things and so um you know really i had this idea of expectations i had this idea of um looking at what my situation was and kind of uncovering what was the underlying emotions that were driving those situations because i found myself when i was out there by myself with with my dog i found myself being I found myself not finding everything that I wanted to find, I guess, because we always we can as human beings, we constantly use our brains to kind of formulate a million different uh, scenarios of for how something could go and all these different roads and pathways and what they could potentially look like and what what we could see on them and what we can experience on them. And what I was what I was experiencing out there wasn't quite aligning with many of those different ideas I had about what it would be like to be out there, to be traveling and to do those things. Um, you know, more specifically, I found myself, you know, I spent about a month and a half just going all over the California and Oregon and Nevada. And I, I found myself very lonely at times because it was just me and my dog. There was no one else on the trip. And, uh, a dog is great, but they won't ever talk back to you. So, you know, I think that, I found myself feeling very lonely at times and I do I do enjoy being by myself a lot you know I, I I'm okay in that in that regard in that situation but there was there was kind of a an overdose of it in a way where um, there wasn't a whole lot of of connection with anybody else there wasn't a whole lot of discussion with anybody else and those are definitely environments when I where I thrive is is being with other people and so I found myself being somewhat lonely and that kind of wasn't aligning fully with what my expectation was for the trip. I had expected to meet a bunch of new people. I had expected that maybe I was going to have a lot of time to sit and write these cool things that I was wanting to write and do all these cool things and and it, it wasn't all lining up with what I with what I had perceived would happen. And so I kind of was feeling a little frustrated there and I, I wasn't fully aware of why I was feeling frustrated, right? I, I, I was feeling this frustration, but I wasn't taking the time to really peel it apart and find, you know, see the layers of the onion and, and find out what this emotion, what was causing this emotion. And uh, it was really at this, in this one circumstance when I was staying in, in uh, Palm Springs in California when I was feeling quite lonely and I was just sitting on a curb by my car letting my dog uh, go to the bathroom and I was just chilling there and you know enjoying the warm weather enjoying the scenery and everything but I was definitely like you know thinking a little bit about how it'd be cool to share this with somebody else and and kind of talk about you know some of these different things and at that moment I there was a, a homeless man that had walked up to me and and 
Mia, my dog, had kind of growled a little bit. You know, someone was approaching, and I I looked over and I saw him coming, and he was watching walking over with this white styrofoam like takeout box, and I didn't know what to think at first, but I just you know let him walk over, and he sat down on the curb right next to me. And I asked him how he's doing, and he kind of responded with this, this, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure what he said. It was kind of just like a garbled response. And he opened his box, and and there was a bunch of nachos inside, and he just started eating the chips and just sitting there. That's all he did. He just sat there right next to me and was just enjoying his meal. And he, he, he couldn't talk very well. I don't know if there was a speech impediment or what was going on. But I did uh, get out of him that he was wondering if he could give a chip to my dog. And so I said, of course, you can, you know, you can give her a, a nacho. That's fine. So he gave her a chip. She enjoyed it. And then he sat there. He sat there and he just enjoyed, he just enjoyed his chips. And we didn't talk because, I mean, he wasn't a talker. And I, he, I couldn't understand what he was saying when he would talk. But... He just sat next to me and, you know, we just kind of enjoyed each other's presence for a moment. He finished his chips, he stood up and he walked away and he said goodbye and I said goodbye. And it was kind of this moment where I realized that in a way I think my expectations had formed kind of my outlook and attitude on this trip. Um, My expectations were needing to take a they needed to pivot they needed to make a change um from what i had thought and they needed to become more realistic and that isn't to say that they need to become to where i can just expect myself to do nothing and sit idle and and you know do whatever it is to say that you know maybe maybe what i thought was out there is is going to be a little different maybe and maybe that's part of the journey of of being on the road and traveling and seeing things is that you start to see things as they actually are and not quite how they are perceived to be potentially and so i uh i really did a lot of thinking about this expectations and about how being able to change your expectations about things about anything can really affect your mood it can really change the way that you uh live your day-to-day life and and the way that you the way that you operate your emotions, you know, because I mean, being angry, for example, isn't a, isn't an emotion that is innate. It isn't an, an emotion that is causeless. It always has some sort of, some sort of cause. It's always driven by some other factor, whether that factor be internal or external. And so, um, I did a lot of, a lot of thinking about, about that idea and about how, if I could if I could harness my expectations and, and make them be realistic, make my expectations push me from behind, not stand in front of me, and then I would be able to harness this idea of my – I'd be able to harness my emotions in a better way. I'd be able to spend more time being um, content and comfortable – or not not even necessarily comfortable, but, but at least content and, and somewhat happy rather than being anxious or being um, – being in a state of 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 sadness or whatever it may be because i mean those those emotions especially anxiousness for example comes heavily from the anticipation of something to come um and that is all founded within the basis of expectations of what you're expecting to come 
Um, and the same can be said for stress as well. So I really, I really started to peel back the layers of what my expectations were saying to me, what they were communicating to me. And that was a really big um, lesson that I, that I learned and that I needed to learn and that I continue to learn to this day. And I think it's something that I'll continue to have to exercise and, and learn for the rest of my life because that's, you know, that's part of the journey. So those were kind of the two biggest things I spent a lot of time thinking about when I was uh, traveling around in California and Oregon and, and Nevada on the west, the western front. And uh, it was really a good time. It was a beautiful place. It was a beautiful you know, area um, to be in. And it really just facilitated a lot of interesting thoughts that uh, I spent a lot of time writing down. And so um, after I spent my month and a half out there, I kind of headed back toward Utah and I was planning on spending about a week, week and a half, somewhere, somewhere in between a week and two weeks in, in Salt Lake and then in Zion's National Park. So on my, on my drive to, and then I, and I guess I should say, and then my plan after that two weeks was to then turn um, my scopes toward the east and kind of head out towards Georgia where my immediate family lived. And so I sort of switched gears and moved into uh, drive we went to Zions had a good time down there um, with some friends and it was it was an awesome time saw a lot of beautiful scenery down there I would highly recommend going to Zions National Park and you can find a lot of free camping down there if, if any if you're ever interested in going down there you can find a lot of a lot of areas where you can camp for free and and still see all the cool national parks and see all the beautiful beautiful scenery down there so after after Zions National Park um, and and being able to be with friends and family for a while, I turned east and started the long drive out to Georgia. It's about thirty hours from where I was at. And on this drive, I did it in several days. I kind of had a lot more thoughts um, that kind of started to shift into different things after I kind of built this basis of of creating an attitude of doing and trying to be you know, honest and aware with what my expectations were. And the first thing that I really started to think about was just um, communication. And I don't know exactly what facilitated this thought, but I really started to think heavily, heavily about, about communication, about, what, uh, about how important communication is and about how, how vital it is to our survival. And it's not just... You know, when I say communication, I think that most people and even myself at times think, oh, communication with other people. Obviously, um, yes, that's that's very important. But I'm also talking about being aware and communicating with yourself and being honest in that communication and having a straight, straightforward path to talking to yourself um, about what you need and about what you want and being honest with those intentions. And so I did a lot of um, jotting down of just different just different ideas I had about how important communication was. And I realized that it was really the facilitator for everything in our, everything in our lives, especially when you look at it in the realm of being able to communicate with yourself. And I think that kind of brought on this idea of how important awareness was, because I don't think that, um, I don't think that adequate communication can happen within yourself 
if you're not necessarily aware of the different things that you need to be communicating about. If you're not necessarily aware of what the problems are that you're having or what the what the issues are, what the potential solutions may be or what the possible you know road forward may look like. Um, being able to have that direct communication with yourself that's unimpeded by uh, you know external factors and that's unimpeded by you know your own judgment of yourself is is a vastly vastly important thing and um, that kind of moved into this second idea I had while I was I was out was you know starting to have these ideas and, and meeting just a couple of different people and just seeing a lot of different scenery I started to uh, realized that there was this that that growing up in in the same place and being in a, in the same place with the same people for so long had kind of in a way narrowed what my worldview was and narrowed what my view of what could be was. I felt like I had seen you know if I was looking at a picture I'd only seen ten percent of it and kind of going out and traveling a little bit and just kind of opening myself up to those possibilities really allowed me to. Um, broaden that view just a little bit and to me I think that that is so important I feel like I um, I feel like every time you meet someone new you or see something new you are able to take your horizons and what you can see and what your view is of the world and what your what your eyes of you know perception bring into your brain you're able to take that and widen it just a little bit and understand just a couple more possibilities and in so doing be able to find just a couple more puzzle pieces to what your you know what your life looks like and kind of begin to build that picture a little bit instead of seeing 10% you start to see 12% 13% you know it just kind of starts to go up a little bit from there and to me that was a very important thing and a very important thing to be aware of because um I just had felt like after seeing, you know, so many different things that being able to foster a uh, a more wide view also kind of had effects on so many different parts of my own, um, my own personality. You know, it helped me become a, a more empathetic person just seeing different people in different situations. It helped me become more understanding and more... Um, just aware of of what other people are doing and how other people are feeling and and what they're potentially going through, um, and and that kind of came with this this broadening of what my view was. So for this episode, I think I'm gonna wrap it up right there. There's still a whole another half of the trip, um, but we're already looking at about 27 minutes, and I don't want to go too far over 30 here. I'd like to keep it right under there. Um, so I'm probably gonna wrap it up there. We'll probably do a two part. Uh, for this one and I'll talk about some of the other some of the other important things that I started to realize and think about on this road trip um, they're definitely a lot and the second half of the stuff I started to really really compose and think about in my head was really important to me it really if it, it, it was some of the most important thoughts I think I had during the whole road trip was this was the second half especially when when brought in and compared to and, and, and combined with, more importantly, combined with the um, just the ideas that I had in the first half. Um, so some of these ideas, I'm definitely, they're going to be reoccurring themes on the show. I really love talking about, you know, um, honesty, expectations especially, uh, meaning, um, all that kind of stuff. Those are, th- those are subjects that are very important to me. So we're, we're going to be seeing some more of those 
trends and more of those subjects on the show as we go along. But I think that's where I am going to wrap up the episode. Um, if you enjoyed listening, be sure to follow the podcast on whatever platform you prefer to listen on. Like I said, Bed Letter is found on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and a whole bunch of other platforms. Um, if you found this episode interesting, be sure to share it with your family, share it with your friends, any podcast lovers you know, um, anybody who's interested just in you know ideas or psychology, um, anything you know what this show's about. So. Uh, you can follow me also on social media to stay up to date with the show. As I said before, definitely uh, check that out. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's just at C. Ashleman. Um, that's C-A-S-H-L-I-M-A-N. And I've, I've definitely been using Twitter a little bit more lately. I've kind of found that I enjoy Twitter quite a bit. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys have an awesome week and I will see you next time on bed letter.